0: so many things in life that you have to compromise, especially because of budget, the clothes you buy, the food you buy, and healthcare should not be one of those things. Check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to, and prioritize your health. I use ZocDoc. I have a bunch of health issues. For example, my feet randomly hurting so bad that I cannot walk anywhere. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated, in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Go to ZocDoc.com BCC and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's dot slash B-C-C. ZocDoc.com slash B-C-C. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Welcome to The Chain. This is the BCC Club. We are your hosts, me, Kendall Landreth, and you... Sarah Shower, And the BCC Club, every week we go down another internet topic Mm -hmm. rabbit hole and learn about it, or sometimes just a topic Sarah and I want to know more about that isn't even related to the internet that we're just interested in, and it's a hoot and a holler, Mm -hmm. and this week we're talking about being chronically online. Yes,
1: we're dissecting the term, but before we get into that, Kendall, how was your week?
0: It was good. I saw you a lot this week because we were at VidCon. Yeah. It was my first VidCon ever. Um, and it was really fun, not to sound cliche, but it was very inspiring for me. I Mm -hmm. think I've, you know, never been to VidCon, I've, and I'm newer to the internet scene, I've been on it for like three years now, but it was the first time I've like seen, um, I don't know, sometimes I feel like when I post videos, I'm like, oh, these are just going out into the ether and they mean nothing and no one sees them. Yeah. And it was the first time I was like, oh, this is like a thing people do for a living. I know that sounds so stupid, but it was very, uh, I think I left being like, oh, I I can take myself a little more seriously, Mm -hmm. which was nice.
1: Yeah, it does help to physically see the fans. That's how I, um, yeah, I've been to VidCon a couple times now because I'm an old person. Mm -hmm. But like, yeah, this time felt really different. It was like very chill but also like very busy
0: totally what was your yeah. favorite thing you like free thing you got at vidcon
1: free thing i got at vidcon oh oh o'reilly um, <laughs> Crap, what is something that i got free at uh, vidcon um, Squishmallows. My oh, partner yeah. and I went to the Squishmallow like pit, and I had to jump in. They saw my arm, and they were like, "You can get in the ADA line, which is, um, you know, if you have a yeah. disability, you don't have to jump into the pit." Um, and I was like, "I should have. Um, I really should have, because I jumped into the pit and I got stuck, and then they grabbed my arm to pull me out, and it was just like nerve pain <laughs> all down <laughs> oh, my no. arm. And I was like, "Ow, ow, ow!" And she's like, "Oh my god, it's broken." And I was like, "It's not broken. I have carpal tunnel, but like, it felt like." Um, Ooh, I know. Yeah, I have carpal tunnel, guys.
0: They gave out so many fun things. I felt like a toddler leaving there. Like I left with a, I was walking out of the hotel and I was holding like three Squishmallows and a Nerf blaster, Yeah. I'm learning you say blaster, a Nerf blaster gel blaster. (laughs) Do you always talk
1: about firearms in your videos that you're like, I gotta say blaster? No, well,
0: we looked it up because we met there a Nerf blaster uh, TikToker. Yeah, and apparently the Nerf Blaster community is like a whole thing. I had no idea, but they have to say Blaster. We learned because yeah. you can't say gun on the internet.
1: That's interesting how different communities are. Like, yeah, it's our thing. We got to, that's our workaround. <laughs> yeah,
0: we gotta say Blaster. Mm-hmm.
1: But I have now I have this Nerf Blaster
0: that I'm like, what do I do? I don't really. Yeah. I, I like. I'm so excited to have this. It like in the moment I was like, this is the best moment of my life. But now I'm like, what am I gonna use this? I have yeah. no idea what to do with this. And I've never, I've never shot a Nerf blaster. Really, Mm-mm. my mom did not allow water guns, Nerf guns, any of it. We were not allowed to have any of that, just because of at home, the, just because she was like. You also said the word that we're not. I know. Now I'm like, I think you can say it. I don't know. It yeah. feels, I feel crazy saying Nerf blaster over yeah. and over again. Anyways, we weren't allowed to have. Nerf blasters or, or water blasters or yeah. any of that. Because my mom was just like, I don't like you pretending to shoot each other, which look, I mean, now as an adult, I'm like, yeah, that I don't think I would yeah. probably buy my kid a water gun. It feels weird. I yeah. feel like, especially the ones they make nowadays look like AR-15s. <laughs> like yeah. they look insane. yeah And I'm sure as a kid, that's really fun. But I am like, yeah, the only game you can really play is like shooting each other, which yeah. I wouldn't love. Yeah, it just sets you up
1: for some nasty behaviors in the future. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it was fun. But I'm excited, as you know, because you've been very flexible with my podcast recording schedule, which I, which I appreciate.
1: Well, I mean, but you been, were sick.
0: I was sick, but this is the problem. So I, I've traveled all month, and I, I went to, I went to New Orleans. I went to Alaska. I went mm-hmm. to South Carolina. Went to VidCon. I, I just am like. But that's not even that insane for a lot of people, I feel like. But because every time I travel, I also have, like, a lupus flare-up. Yeah. Then I have, like, a couple days of being, like, bedridden. Yeah. So even, like, last week I was here, but I had to call out of recording because I would not have been able— I was sneezing, like, 60 times a minute. It would have been the most disgusting podcast recording ever.
1: That is one sneeze a second. Yeah. That's actually incredible. Wouldn't that stop your heart?
0: Yeah. And I, I got a Guinness <laughs> Book World Record. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's why I was so busy last week. Um, but I'm happy. I'm so happy to be back.
1: I know. I'm happy that you are back. Wee! I um, I have a big announcement that I just... Uh, this It's happening this week, so it hasn't happened yet. I have my... So I've been doing stand-up. I did, like, three stand-up shows last week. And then for I have my first show at the Hollywood Improv tomorrow. Oh, my God. Amazing. I know. The Hollywood Improv... <sighs> Everyone who's listening, that's like um, one of the bigger, biggest comedy s- stores, I guess. The comedy store is actually a separate place, but like wow. it's like a massive venue. I I'm am- so
0: proud of you.
1: I know. I am kind of nervous because... Um, the other comedians that I'm with, it's gonna be a very mixed audience. like I mean like ages and oh, you sure. know, backgrounds. So usually if I have like a, I have a predominantly gay audience, you know you can pretty much cater your set to them. But yeah. since everyone is coming for someone else, you have to like find out how to work with everyone's else. Mm-hmm. like everyone else's like style of humor. I mean, yeah. you don't have to, but if you don't like if you want to get consistent belly laughs, you know, yeah. so I've just been watching the other comics, and I'm like, so they're more like relationshipy sort of stuff. Yeah, I kind of want to incorporate like a relationship jokey, th- that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, I love that.
0: Oh, I'm so proud of you. And well, you can cut this out if you don't want to talk about it. But isn't it like six months sober for yeah, you? Yeah,
1: and it is six months sober for me. Ah, I'm proud of
0: you. <laughs> Good job. Oh my god, incredible! I'm so proud of you. You're just killing it. It's just so exciting. To watch you do stand-up, like, you just chose to do it, and now you're just, like, doing it.
1: I know. Like, last year, when I went on tour, like, I had to wear, like, sunglasses and basically sedate myself. I mean, I do take, like, Preperineral and Advan for shows now, but it's a lot fewer, like, smaller doses. Yeah. So, like, and so now it's kind of crazy. I was like, I've always wanted to do stand-up. And then when I got sober, I was like, if I can get sober, I can do stand-up. Yeah. And now I'm like, if I can do stand-up and get sober, I can do pretty much anything. Right.
0: Yeah. Ah, oh, my God. A true <clears throat> hero's journey. Well, <laughs> I mean... I'm just, let me think of how to do this transition. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm proud of you. Yes. And I'm proud of people who are online because they follow us. And that should be something to be proud
1: of. Wait, so I'm going to try <laughs> to transition this. Just so are you going Are you saying that if you're proud of me, mm-hmm. you can't be proud of anyone else? That's what I was saying. Yeah, because, I mean, yeah. you said me, and you didn't mention anyone else. Oh,
0: so you're getting offended. Yes. Oh. Like,
1: I mean, they're probably doing great mm. things in their lives. Like, why can't you also be proud of the audience? Interesting.
0: Okay, well, f- from my perspective, it just feels like you're being a little chronically online right now. And I
1: think you're being ridiculous. Uh, uh Today's
0: episode's about being chronically online. I <laughs> don't know anything about this. <laughs>
1: I know way too much about this. <laughs>
0: not, I think I'm the opposite of chronically online. I'm like, I mm-hmm. need to be online much more than I am. You
1: have no solid opinions? No, I have many opinions, <laughs> but they're not like based
0: on what someone said on the internet. Yeah. And I I, I feel like sometimes all, I, peep, anytime, like especially VidCon, <laughs> I realized yeah. people would be like, well, you know this person, they're insanely famous. And I would be like, I have no idea who that person is. Oh. I just like, I'm not online. I know that's not what chronically online is, but yeah. like I'm just not even really online that much.
1: I think um, to start this up, you were raised it with a support system, right?
0: I do, I have what they would call a support system, yes. Yes.
1: Yeah, so like you were taught that you can make mistakes and it's fine, right? With, I was. With chronically online people, I found that they live in a very, like, uh, they're very polarized. Mm-hmm. Like, either something is objectively bad or objectively yeah. good. And that usually stems from a household in which you had to, you were either objectively bad or objectively good. Right. And that's where a lot of those opinions come from is that you can only be one of two things. You realize, hey, people are flawed mm-hmm. and faceted I, yeah. and
0: multifaceted and are this and that yeah. and do this because of that and yeah. even though it's not okay it's not fully their fault yeah. and and but and then some people are just assholes yeah. you know and that is uh that's what I I think I so I yeah I sometimes find I have a lot more um I have a I'm very much. I'm a lot easier on people on the internet than most, I yeah. think. Like someone will be getting canceled. And to be clear, not for something that is like really I mean, of course there's people that I'm like, ooh yeah, bad, yeah. no go, that's not good. Um, but some people will be getting canceled for things that I'm like, what the heck? That's crazy. Yeah. And um, I I often find myself being like, ah, man, that's hard. That's hard. And I see people in the comments being like, this person will rot in hell. And I'm like,
1: ooh, man, they really
0: made a decision about this person. That's crazy.
1: Yeah. So we're going to talk about what it actually means, and then we'll go back into people rotting in hell. So (laughs) what does chronically online mean? It's extremely online, also known as terminally online or chronically online, is a phrase referring to someone closely engaged with Internet culture. Chronically Online describes those who spend so much time online that it skews their sense of reality and hinders their ability to effectively communicate about topics like politics or social justice because they lack real-world experience. Someone who's chronically online tends to call out, quote, problematic behaviors others may not see as an issue. They may also call out behavior in a nonsensical way. Um, Extremely online phenomena can range from acts of offline violence, such as the 2019 Christchurch shooting to... Uh, quote, going on NPR to explain the anti-capitalist irony inherent in kids eating Tide Pods. So it has a wide range of topics that you could be chronically online for. But I've found on my 10 years on the Internet, um, it's usually people who do lack real life experience, but also... um, Lower emotional intelligence, and maybe not even it's so much, like, their fault. Like, I give a lot of grace to teenagers. Oh, yeah. When they take a hard stance. Because, I mean, how you were raised, if you're actively in the environment that you're raised yeah. in, if your parents are like, you can only be perfect and nothing else, you're going to start thinking in black and white. Yeah. And we are raised in a very Christian culture where, like, you either burn in hell or you go to heaven. So and a lot of people are not familiar with the concept of purgatory, you know? Yeah and even purgatory you either go to heaven or hell afterwards so i um i un- i give a lot of grace to teenagers can teenagers be annoying yes yeah but if you're over 30 and a lot of your takes are very low emotional intelligence yeah that's where i'm like you're choosing
0: to be yes. obtuse. You I know? really have a rule. <laughs> Maybe this is annoying because I'm 23, yeah. so it probably I'll think differently when I'm 30, but I really often find myself being like, once you're 30, yeah. my sympathy for you drops like 70%. Yeah. <laughs> I think, especially, you know, the people I know where they had really uh, trauma- tra- traumatized or traumatizing, but hard things happen in their life, of course, yeah. that of course will be with you forever and of course will affect you forever. But they have not, uh, they use it as a way to not take accountability for like anything. Like an excuse, yeah. And I'm like, it can affect you. However, I am not here to decide how much it affects you for your whole life. Yeah. But if you're 30 and you still knock to therapy and you can afford it and you have not, um, I don't know done any looking inward or trying to like work on it like I'm not even telling you how to work on it because I know that there's different things that make it yeah. tough for people to like get mental health help but you've done nothing to work on it and you're just kind of like the same person you were at 20 at a certain point I'm just like I don't I yeah. I need you to work on yourself <laughs> yeah <laughs> because and- otherwise I can't feel bad I am just losing sympathy because it feels like you want to be this forever you want to be like well my career never worked out because of this. And yeah. my life sucks because of this. And I'm like, that
1: sucks. You, you're you going to regret doing that for the mm-hmm. rest
0: of your life, you know?
1: And I'm going to predict this now for what Kendall just said is completely reasonable. And there's going to be people who are, what about this thing in the comments? Like, people over 30 sometimes can't afford therapy. You know, sometimes right. people over 30 of can't course. do... I understand that there is a very, like, there's a lot of people who can't afford therapy, even if you're over 30, but you, there are free resources, Mm -hmm. and if you're like, well, some people don't, this is what we're going to talk about with Chronically Online, is that they're the, they, some of the takes make sense, but then it gets more nonsensical in a way to just be, um, to just disagree with we're this, like if you were like, well, my aunt was kidnapped and then
0: she got, she was like uh, found when she was thirty. Yeah. So you're saying she should just have her? Sh- I'm like absolutely not. Yeah. There are some people I'm not. I'm just not talking about you. Like my girlfriend was talking about this the other day because they they posted a video about how. Um, it was a joke. It was supposed to be a joke, and it was about how this guy was like, "I'm eating the In and Out Burger All Onion Sandwich," where he's yeah. like replaced the onion or he's replaced the bun with just a bunch of grilled onion. Yeah. And my girlfriend just made a TikTok being like, "Stop doing this to the workers. Just use a bun. The yeah. bun's good. Like, eat the bun. It's fine. Or take the bun off. It doesn't matter. But stop doing this. This is crazy." And there was a bunch of comments that were like well I have this and I have this medical condition where I can't eat bread or I'm celiac and I'm this mm-hmm. and my girlfriend was like yeah I'm so sorry I'm not talking to you like yeah. this is clearly not at you that yeah. is not about you Um, this is about this man who's like a bodybuilder who is making the workers put like six piles of gr- grilled onion on his burger yes does that make sense Hello, everyone. It's Kendall, and I'm so excited today to share with you that today's episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. I love ZocDoc. We know it to be true. There are so many things in life that you have to compromise, especially because of budget, the clothes you buy, the food you buy, and healthcare should not be one of those things. No matter your budget, you should always be getting good care when it comes to your health. Check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to, and prioritize your health. I use ZocDoc. I have a bunch of health issues, and it is so nice when a new one arises. For example, my feet randomly hurting so bad that I cannot walk anywhere. Um, I... Don't know an orthopedic doctor, so it's great to go on Zocdoc and make sure that I'm finding one um, that has a bunch of really good reviews from people who have used them before. Zocdoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you, and instantly book appointments with them online. Go to zocdoc.com/bcc and download the Zocdoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's zocdoc.com/bcc. Zocdoc.com/bcc.
1: Yes, this is a, a topic of complete uh, cannot understand nuance, um, and we will have we have a lot of examples to dissect, and we can actually go through all of our own. I'm just gonna finish. Oh ra- yeah, sorry. Yeah. No, no, you're you're completely on topic. Um, you know, often someone who's chronically online will make a decontextualized moral judgment on a stranger's life, much like Kendall's partner. You know, like decon <laughs> the context. She's saying don't don't do this to the workers, the context of that is this one individual and then everyone else ignores context and is like, yeah. well, I have celiacs. And it's like the context is actually incredibly important. Um, so the terms chronically online or "terminally online implies that too much exposure to too many people's weird ideas make, <laughs> makes us all lose our sense of shared humanity. Another behavior associated with being chronically online is using internet buzzwords or references too often. On Twitter, one user tweeted that they had met IRL mutuals instead of saying friends. So there is like a... (laughs) Oh my God, that's crazy.
0: But that is actually
1: like kind of funny, you know?
0: Yeah, that must have been a joke. That had to be a joke. That's very funny.
1: Yes. And so um, what is the origin of Chronically Online? The origin of Chronically Online, while the term extremely
0: online was used in the early 2014s, I read that wrong, was used in early... Mm -hmm. I'm going to start it over. It's okay. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> um, while the term extremely online was used as early as 2014, it gained use over the latter half of the 2010s in conjunction with the increasing prevalence and notability of Internet phenomena in all areas of life. The term chronically online can apply to both those on the right and the left of the political spectrum. For example, right wing figures like Alex Jones and Lauren- Laura Loomer have been described as extremely online. But so of those to the left, like Alexandria Ocasio Cortez and fans of Chapo Trap House podcast. Yes. So interesting.
1: I um A lot of it comes from the inability to hold two facts, consider two facts at once, Mm -hmm. two contradicting or maybe facts at once. Um, So, like, uh, for the right-wing sort of thing, um, there was, like, this conservative girl who went on TikTok, and she was talking about trans people, and she's like, how can you say you feel like a woman if you've never been a woman? And so it was a white woman. And so, like, if you... If you don't understand intersectionality at all, you would be like, oh, a woman is talking about so maybe mm-hmm. she's and she's not making a point because the white woman experience is vastly different from any woman of color's experience. Yep. You know, uh, people who are darker are masculinized, so they often are not. You, they feel like they can't be feminine sometimes, plus-size women. You feel like you have to be put together at all times or you're not worthy of life. Yeah. You know, disabled women, you're infantilized, so you don't even get to call yourself a woman. You feel it like people treat you like a girl, a child. Yeah. People who are infertile, like, they're like, well, I have a uterus. Like, but it's like, well, I, just because I can't have children. So a white woman saying... Yeah, how can you feel like a woman if you've never been a woman? You uh, have, don't know what woman feels like for everyone, you yeah. know? So how can you even talk on trans women experiences if you cannot talk on every single one of these people's experiences? 100%. And so Incredibly that's, worded. Yeah. I, it's just the, you can't, it's like... Um, uh, one of the things that I say, like that I sh- tell people as like an example, is like the largest city in the United States is New York City, mm-hmm. but the largest city in the United States is Sitka, Alaska. Mm-hmm. And how that is possible is if I said if I typed online, uh, Sitka, Alaska is the largest city in the U.S. Everyone in their mom would disagree with me. No, you stupid idiot! How could you say that? But then there would be a, a select few who are like. Actually it is the largest by land area. Yeah. So it is she is not incorrect. People people will be like, "Oh, what about New York City?" So the fact that I can say that there are two cities in the US that are yeah. the largest and they are both true at the same time. Yeah. And the reason why people are they ignore the context like if i said this specific city it's i'm not like there's more people in sitka alaska than new york city yeah. i would have to be like an idiot yeah. so they're ignoring the context of what i'm probably suggesting right. you
0: right. know
1: 100% yeah but um you know so um <laughs> Today, Chronically Online refers to the notion that too much exposure to the online world makes people's ideas slightly twisted, usually manifesting in ways like drinking milk is inherently anti-feminist. I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole.
0: (laughs) That's good. Inherently drinking milk?
1: It, Wait, the, I don't understand. Maybe the female cows are put to work more than oh, the male cows. I, 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 I genuinely don't know. But I, Eleanor Crilly writes for Trill Magazine, five or so years ago, being chronically online meant that instead of making friends in person, you met online. Yeah, yeah. so terms do change. Um, you know, like uh, they get perverted. Yeah, and that's when the context part comes into play. Who is speaking? What is likely their intention behind saying it? And what are they saying and so you got to analyze context. Yeah. But, you know, so how did chronically online ideas, arguments become so prevalent, Kendall? Let
0: let me tell you what. Mm-hmm. Let me find it first. Yes. I'm on the touching grass part. Is that really behind? That is really ahead. Oh, good. <laughs> Finally. Um, How did it become so prevalent? Yes. I'll tell you, Sarah. Vox senior correspondent Rebecca Jennings writes, our collective thirst for gossip and controversy, particularly during the post lockdown, has trained many to actively seek out content that aggravates us and immediately grasp onto its most extreme interpretation. Jennings continues, it's a genre of content I like to call type of guy syndrome, where people are on the Internet, create a mostly fictional straw man to represent a certain kind of person they dislike and then project it onto the one in front of them. Chronically online takes a likely more common, sorry. Chronically online takes are likely more common on social media and not in real life because the algorithm rewards them.
1: Yeah, um, it's like how we talked about in the past. Like if we we played a misogynistic group and then that clip blew up because like everyone wants to be like, eh, stupid bitches," you know. Yeah. And like, I mean, we were being misogynistic, yeah. but like, um, <laughs> but the thing is, is it's. Everyone who's ever posted anything online, you yeah. could be like, "I like trees," and that's cool. Yeah. It's not going to blow up if you said, like, if you said, "I hate gay people," or actually, that is controversial. <laughs> that's not even my cro- <laughs> like, chronically that's online. That's something we all agree on. Hey, so that- Some of them are cool. <laughs> Call me chronically online, yeah. but no, I mean, like, um, I don't, I don't know. Like, you post something, it, it's just like, there's uh, the person is refusing to. We acknowledge the context. There's context of I hate gay people.
0: <laughs> Wait, well, actually, I got lost th- because you said I, hate, I love trees and then you said I hate gay people. So I just want to make sure I understand. You're saying ones that are like uh, not controversial?
1: Yeah, I mean like because if you're saying something that cannot be, I mean if someone chronically online going after I like trees, <sighs> they would I be see. like so what are you doing about you know global right. warming? If you like trees so much, how many trees have you planted? Like right. that would be the... The chronically online take. This person is just making, an, and they're they're going down this rabbit hole in this their paranoid mind, and they're like, "What is this person suggesting?" Yeah. Meanwhile, they're just outside. They just t- touched a butterfly. <laughs> they like yeah. they got a scooter, and this now they were like, God, I, "I love trees," <laughs> and then they tweeted so that. Devastating. And then there's someone who's just oh, like
0: immediately canceled. Yeah. <laughs> they Immediately got canceled. That's rough. That's hard.
1: And they're okay. Let me just also say. Republicans and the right have also perverted it in that, like, anyone who has any sort of social, political take that is um, less discussed will be, they will label the person chronically online, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, neo pronouns are fine, you know? Right, like, right. and so, like, if someone comes online and they're like, I use neo pronouns, the person's gonna be like, this person's chronically online. And right. then it's like, you. Like, it's a way to make fun of people. Realistically, the amount of people, unless you're in a very queer community, the amount of people that you're actually gonna encounter that have neo pronouns, you, if you have a friend, if my friend was like, I use neo pronouns, I'm gonna respect that person. Right. You yeah. know, like, th- but the Republicans, they're like, any sort of change bad and any sort of it's social- really scary it's yeah. actually really i was talking about this the other day because i was like
0: we need to i'm sure they have we need to i'm yeah. like talking about psychologists i'm sure they've been like yeah we've done studies on <laughs> this because <Kendall>? <laughs> you haven't read about it yeah. doesn't mean it didn't happen but it it it's the way and i really do think this is i rarely say it i think this is just republicans i feel like the attachment republicans have to not Changing things yeah. is like actually scary. Like, yeah. and it's not even about politics. Like, I even take out anything about like um, being gay or being transgender. Any of that uh, in my hometown, they'll put in a new stop sign for yeah. like a roundabout, and the Facebook group of my town is blowing up with Republicans being like, "Fuck this roundabout! Yeah. Fuck this stupid roundabout! I don't want to see it. I miss the way things were." They they made a street in my hometown. They, it was a small street. Mm-hmm. They took out where you could. They said, no more driving on the street. We're going to, like, do a cobblestone road and make it just for walking, which I was like, what a delight. Yeah. People are protesting in the streets. All Republicans. They can't believe it because it's like and it really is triggered something within them that they're like, I want things to be the same as they were when I was a kid. Yeah. And of course, that is like. It feels like it runs everything they believe politically, where they yeah. just want things to be the exact same, even if it's shitty. Yeah, they want it to be the same, and I'm like, what is that? Yeah, why do you? Why are you so scared of change? Even things that really don't matter. Like we had a we had a small Kmart in our town that went out of business. They replaced it with a tar- uh, Target. You would have thought they tore down sixty local businesses. Yeah, and and replaced it with a Target. It was a Kmart that. Just was out of business. Yeah. They put a target in it. Everybody is like crying outside of the Kmart saying we need to save this Kmart. So it has nothing to do with their want for small business. It's literally just they're like, well, I had a Kmart when I was a kid, so we
1: can't yeah. change. What is that? It's just um, change is scary. And like change, accountability, any sort of things where you have to. Change <laughs> yeah. is scary, and you refuse to do it. It's like I watched this clip of the eighties in the eighties. They um, made it illegal to drunk drive, right. and they had this <laughs> news. Se- yeah. They had this news segment of like people like drinking behind the wheel. They're like, "You're taking away my God-given right to be wasted behind the wheel." And like now, Republican. I mean, now I found out that a lot of people drunk drive.
0: Yeah, I didn't what, know that until I moved to LA. I know, and so, I can't believe it. It's insane. So,
1: like, but like now, like if you ask your average Republican. On camera, is it okay to drunk drive? They're gonna be like, I would never, I would never. Dr-. But like you, meanwhile, your mom definitely was <laughs> caught like right. on TV. It's like <laughs> even the good, the goodest, even the better thing like improves. They just don't want right. Change. Yeah, it's bizarre. But I'm like everyone's afraid of change. Like change is a
0: generally scary thing. But it feels like conservatives can't like let everything they do is ran by of change and I'm like that is deeply scary mm-hmm. um, so I don't know what that's about but what does it mean to touch grass
1: so um, according to know your meme <laughs> It's like Wikipedia of uh, memes. <laughs> touch grass is a term meaning someone needs to get off the internet and, and experience real life. To be told to touch grass is intended as an insult for people who spend too much time online, disconnected from the reality outside their pixelated screens. Touching grass means stepping away from the infinite scroll on your our phones and spending time outside in uh, nature and real life. This actually, this term got called out for, um, it got the chronically online... <laughs> treatment because people were saying there are a lot of low-income neighborhoods where there's not actually grass outside. Okay. And Stop. so the thing is, is that can be true. That is true for a lot of big cities, that there's not a lot of grass and that does suck. But you, I mean, if you want to talk about not every low-income place has, doesn't have access to grass. You think about people in Appalachia, like yeah. they could go outside and live in a trailer and touch grass. So like the thing is, is Touch grass just means go outside. It doesn't, um, I think people, people, again, took it too literally, ignored the context of what someone's suggesting. They're saying, you've been online too long, you need to go outside for a second. And so yeah. it got but, the chronically online treatment. More than that, I'm I'm just like, if we start doing this to sayings, that's a saying,
0: right? Yeah. To go touch, so I'm like, if you start saying, I mean, you could, then you can't say the grass is greener on the other side. Yeah. Because you could say, well, no, it isn't because I don't have, there's not grass on either side of the fence. Or you could say, if I start my mom used to tell me you're crazier than a chicken with its head cut off. Yeah. And I could say, well, that's very, very disturbing to think about.
1: Yeah. And well, I'm.
0: Don't think we should be killing chickens
1: you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make a drink Oh, you think I can afford a horse? <laughs> Not everyone can afford a horse, and I like Unless you like and then so us critiquing the people who critique these like Okay, yeah, but um <laughs> It's just nah, we just it, you can keep going. It just
0: goes down. It always reminds me of the um I used to watch, did you, did you watch the Amanda show? Yes. And did you watch Moody's Point on the Amanda show? It was Maybe. Like the, it was like the drama show that they yeah. like made on Amanda Vines. And there's a part where she goes up and she's like, happy birthday. And then her friend's like, I have a birthday too. And she runs away and mm-hmm. it always really made me laugh.
1: Yeah, it's the main character syndrome of where you think everything should directly apply to me or else it is incorrect. Yes. And that reminds me of like, um, actually, I won't get into it. So, what's wrong with being chronically online? Uh, Using social justice language to attack um, or criticize others can weaken real, meaningful activism. Um, This criticism, often targeting someone who has made a minor faux pas, likely won't have a material impact and might be more beneficial if used to call out more oblivious, harmful behavior or ideology.
0: Yeah, this is what... I think sometimes I find frustrating.
1: If someone has done something genuinely wrong, you know, there's a group of people who are, like, directly offended by that. Yes. And then there are people who um, they're maybe not even directly offended by something, but they don't want to help. They just want to destroy someone. That Usually you see that with a dog pile. Um, Online, like, people will dog pile on one person. It's also with the dog pile becomes so deeply unhelpful
0: because you always steer away from, like, the actual thing. Like, there's been... I think I see it a lot with family vlog channels. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to bring it up. But to me, there's a real moral issue with filming your children all the uh-huh. time and yes. giving away private information and filming them and putting on the internet non-consensually for financial gain. I think there's a true, like, moral issue. And I think sometimes... People will start to be like, this is not okay. And then they'll start grabbing other things where they'll be like, well, and the mom also did this. Yeah. And the mom also did this. And did you see the mom ate at Chick-fil-A this time? And now we're like mad at her because she eats at Chick-fil-A, which I don't eat at Chick-fil-A. I'm not saying that's okay, but it's like, it's irrelevant. It's like, yeah, but you're not, you can't get canceled for eating at Chick-fil-A unless you're like a really pro LGBT person, and now you're eating every day at Chick-fil-A. But that's not like people eat at Chick-fil-A all the time. You but now this person who did something actually bad. There's hundreds of little clips of them being just kind of an asshole. Yeah. And it's like, well, being an asshole isn't really like cancel. You can't cancel someone for just kind of being an asshole. Yeah. Well, I don't follow that. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's not something you can just like, no more. You can't make any money on brand deals now because you're kind of an asshole. But people just start pulling. Or I'll see it a lot with family vloggers who have gay kids yeah. a lot. Because, and it really frustrates me because there is a problem with them filming their kid there's not a problem with their kid being gay. That's yeah. fine. Or their kid being trans. Any of that is fine. That's yeah. fine. It would be a problem if they were filming them no matter what. You know? Yeah. And so, but then people cling to that and are like, look how abusive this is and terrible this is because they're putting their son in a dress. Yeah. Um. Or the, now identifying as a or whatever. And it's yeah. like, no, the, that's not r- the issue. You know what I mean? It just gets all muddled and the pylon makes it to where it's like, we don't even know what we're mad at this person about at this point.
1: Yes. So... um. The you can see the differences in vitriol uh, when you just consider sexism. Men literally have to sexually assault multiple people to get, and if you're like, canceling isn't real, hold off for a second to get canceled, or like to for people, women are expected to be perfect, you know, like you yeah. have to. And you, I mean, even think about like the jokes that you make. If you make a lighthearted joke, people will go after you because they take you literally because they don't think you're smart because you're a woman. Add on more marginalized identities and the more people with their unconscious or conscious biases will pile on. Yeah. People will dog pile on a woman for something relatively yeah. minor or they're make they'll make a listicle of random events throughout like up uh, the last 25 year I yeah. mean it will
0: be it will go back, oh look at this resurfacing video from when they were in the womb and yeah. they like flipped off the female doctor or something. Yeah. It's
1: like what? No, yeah, and so, like, um, I mean, the th- it's you can see it also in, like, your friendships and your relationships. So if this is something, if you're, like, a woman who dates a man, a man, you could be dating him, and he treats you like absolute crap time and time and time again. You have a female friend who mistreats you once, and suddenly you're cut off. Yeah. There is so much grace for men. And not any for women. You think about if you're a parent. If a female parent goes out one night, posts on her Instagram story, I'm out, the comments are flooded with, where's your baby? Where's your daughter, yeah. A man right. goes out and, like, no one's asking where No. He's... Yeah, and, like, he could do the bare minimum, know his child's birthday, and everyone's like. And so you, that also applies directly to canceling and chronically online. Um, and so, like, it only gets worse for women of color, especially. Um, And then, and also, something that I want to circle back to with narcissists and um, so, there are three types of perfectionism. There's uh, self-prescribed perfectionism is where you hold yourself to an unnaturally high standard. There is a uh, socially prescribed perfectionism where your community holds you to a high standard. Yeah. Um, and so, like if your parents are like, or your f- entire family's like, you have to get straight A's, like you have to be perfect. And then there's other oriented perfectionism in which you hold yourself to no standards, but you hold someone else to a very high standard. Yeah. And that's associated with the dark triad of personality traits. which Which is Machiavellianism, narcissism, and psychopathy. And if you are holding people to a standard that you yourself do not meet, you are uh, entering in a very dangerous personality zone. Okay? And so, chronically online, (laughs) is just a branch off of, I have something. Are you okay? (laughs) I keep applying the glitter directly to my eye. (laughs) But so, um, and a lot of people, especially if they're teenagers, have are start like they are if you escape to the internet mm-hmm. you know if you're a teen you're most likely escaping to the internet if you're learning about all of these social justice things yeah. like i mean you could just be like incredibly interested but a lot of people a lot of teenagers use the internet as a way to escape because their home life, something is going wrong. And that's why you see a lot of black and white thinking in teenagers because that's how it is at home. And so like, but these people who are like over 30, you know, who are still like black and white thinking, there is a personality issue going on there.
0: Well, and to me, if you're a teenager too, you don't have control over the world you live in. Like for the most part, like you cannot vote. You don't have any money. You can't can't leave unless you're emancipated. Because for me, I'm like, yeah, I am very careful about how I talk. And when people around me say something that is not okay, I try to my best to call them out and be like, Absolutely not, you cannot say that. Yeah. And I do my best and I'm still learning and I'm not perfect. But also like to me the most important thing I can do is like vote and give my money two things but you can't do that as a teenager yeah so i think sometimes people are who are like 30 and not to just come for everyone support someone who's like their 30th birthday and they're like listening to this like damn i guess yeah. i'm out of time to to do any more learning no not absolutely not but if you're like an adult and you don't do anything like i think i see that a lot where it's like and you have the time you yeah. know and because once again we're not talking about every per, i'm not saying every person should be out volunteering a lot of people don't have the time or the resources to do that but it's like if you're not out volunteering, if you're not – some of these people aren't even voting. If yeah. you're not, like, doing the things that are helpful but you are just coming for people online all the time, yeah. it's like you got to look inward and be like, do I really care about this thing? And I'm sure the answer most of the time is yes. You do clearly care about yeah. the thing. But, like, you there, – there are ways – but sometimes it can just feel frustrating because it's like you are spending so much time coming for people on the internet yeah. and you're not actually doing – anything.
1: Yeah, and I mean like ask any teacher in the US if you're, if you want to help someone understand something and you think about the teachers that you've had in the past like in your like K through 12 education, are the ones that are like, oh no, it's okay if you don't get it, the most helpful or hey, you fucking idiot, I can't believe that you didn't, like that would be the most stressful learning environment. So apply that to you know, you say you want to help people and then you come at this like, I understand if something is like Gen, like someone is saying something genuinely offensive and you're like, right. fuck you, you know, but like if you are coming at and you're using the reason that I just want to educate. No, you don't. You right. want to degrade someone. And um, well, I think that's an important
0: thing to say, too, that it's not about something really offensive. Like this whole conversation is not I'm not like, let's give racists some grace. You guys come. Oh, yeah, not absolutely. Like, it's so- not about you can come for people when they're fucked up and when they're wrong and when they're gen I don't need to have patience with someone who's like literally homophobic like I don't need to do that it's not my job and it's not like uh you know it's so that's not what it's about it's truly about people who like the the touch the grass thing where it's like well some people don't have grass it's like okay you know that's not who is that helping what do you think you just did with that
1: and this is exactly what the episode is about if you are like they're saying that we should just give racist grace. That is ignoring the context, that is being chronically online, Because you do not understand the nuance of what we're saying. Um, But yes, so um, chronically online arguments, often someone drawing parallels between two situations that are actually quite different. The implication is that those with more experience in the real physical world would immediately understand the distinction. But yes, um, so others mock people for being online so often they seemingly haven't experienced basic human emotions through real-life interactions. And that's, yeah, being a teenager. But we do have some... uh, Or like being an adult who is emotionally (laughs) underdeveloped. Okay, so like... The example I would give is like, yes, you, like Kendall said, someone could go through something traumatic in their childhood and it still affects them in their thirties. Yeah. But at that point you should be doing some internal work. Right. Like
0: you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be done fixing it or yeah. have it done being like affecting you at all. But there are people I know who are like caricature they're like cartoon characters that I know where it's like, you've been the same since I knew you twenty years ago. You've yeah. had no change, no growth. Mm-hmm. And when I hear and you're complaining about the same things and it's that you don't wanna if you were just like, Well, I'm happy with my life this way, that's fine. But There are people I know who they're like, I wish I could have this. I wish I could do this. And I can't because of X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z. Yes. And I'm like, that's really hard. And I'm sorry. But let's try to let's try to do something that can move us in any direction, you know?
1: Yeah. It's like um, I have a lot of addicts in my family. And so I am an addict and I became an alcoholic and I could tell... I mean, it makes sense. Like, with the way... I mean, with my family line, I'm prone to addiction. Also, ADHD people are often prone to addiction. I. That is an explanation. But if I am drunk and I treat someone bad, it is unacceptable for me to be like, well... I have addiction that runs in my family, right. you know? And and so it does suck that addiction runs in my family, but it was also on me to help my alcoholism. Totally. And it took me forever, you know? So, like, I'm not saying change immediately because no. it really... And so I do want to, even the people over 30, I want to <laughs> say that, like, I feel sad for you because you were also... I know what it's like to be raised in a black and white environment. Yeah, yeah. And for this to have affected you so long... But you've got to help yourself in some way because it's where so, the older you get, the more solid it gets. Right. And yeah. not in
0: a pick yourself up by your bootstraps way. Yeah. I'm not, n- nothing related to like systemic things where it's like, well, I couldn't do this because of the way the government runs, which yeah. is like totally. I, yes. That sucks ass. And yeah. I'm so sorry. And you couldn't fix, you can't fit. I, that just sucks. Like that is not. On you or and that's not what we're yeah. saying. it's just
1: like uh, you
0: know, I think your example is perfect.
1: yes, and if there are, we apologize for we acknowledge that I, every I feel like a lot of people are gonna say there are there are definitely systemic issues that a lot of people can't just overcome 100% and uh, we igno- yeah. we're saying do what you can it's unfortunate that we live in a society that's very individualistic and you have to go it alone oftentimes or we live in capitalism and it's everything is healthcare so fucking expensive and but i mean just because it's like that um you know there is no ethical consumption under capitalism that means like you have to we are still participating in the system and it sucks that we are but sometimes you do have to help yourself in incremental ways right yeah so we're going to do some chronically online examples um do you want to read the first one?
0: Sure. Um, first of all, the musician Mitski, which I'm interested to read this because I,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I, li- I like Miski- Mitski's you're gay. music. Because Because I'm gay. You're so gay. I don't know what th- has happened with Mitski, but uh, they were criticized for asking fans to hold off on filming during shows. In February 2022, Mitski's team tweeted a note from the artist, in part it read, hello. I want to speak with you about phones at shows. They're part of our reality. I have mine on me all the time, and I'm not against taking photos at shows, though please no flash, lol. But sometimes when I see people filming entire songs or whole sets, it makes me feel as though we are not here together. When I'm on stage and I look at you, but you're gazing into a screen, it makes me feel as though Those of us on stage are being taken from and consumed as content instead of getting to share a moment with you. Ultimately, it's your right, and I want you to enjoy it as you like. I don't want to be greedy. I'm fortunate to get to play. Just putting out there that sometimes, if we're lucky, we can experience magic at shows, but only if we're there to catch it. Wow. I think that is an incredibly worded note. Yes. And I think I know probably what people didn't like about it. (laughs) Midsky's tweet um, thread received pushback from fans – citing mental health issues as reasons that they recorded shows one Twitter user replied bestie that's great and all but some of us have mental health issues that cause dissociation and I filmed to remember the moment I'm not looking at my phone the entire time just to press record on another Twitter user wrote the message of her tweets was insensitive to people who struggle with disabilities like hearing vision impairments or memory related disabilities like ADHD and depression." and are filming for that reason. You. The response grew so negative that Mitski's team deleted the original tweet. That, to me, this is a perfect chronically in line example. Yeah. Because you're, I, I have ADHD. Yeah. Very severe. And I've had, I'm not, just someone who says I have ADHD I have had the eight hour test done where they were like Jesus Christ yeah how have you been functioning I have severe ADHD it affects every single aspect of my life my memory is horrendous it affects my relationship my we have to have so many things in my relationship to help me because I forget full days conversations plans I don't know I have such a tough time I would never read that and make that that has nothing to do with me if I read that and say well I have a disability where I need to, I need to mm-hmm. record. I would not take that personally and I would take that upon myself. They also say, it's your right. Do what you want. I it's up to you. But I just think it's important to remember to stay like present in the moment. And I think it's I think that's a great thing to write before a concert because I see that all the time. People recording the entire show. Yeah. And I'm like, first of all, I think I see this when people like are filming the You know, Eiffel Tower or something. Yeah, and I think a lot of people disagree because they love to capture stuff. But I'm like, you could look up a photo of the Eiffel Tower. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like on the internet. Well, yeah. I mean, if
1: they're getting a photo in front of the Eiffel Tower, yeah.
0: But people like, I got a film, or like, you know, when I was on my, uh, I was on a cruise recently. Yeah. And whales started coming up, which was just incredible. And I saw people just like freaking out to get a video. And I'm like, well, you could look a video up on of a whale resurfacing on, you know, surfacing in an ocean. But you're never going to get to like watch it like that. And that's how I I would never tell someone to put their phone away to be like, you shouldn't do that. People do whatever you want. For me, I'm like, I should sit and enjoy this right in front of me as it is. Yeah. But she's also like, record a song, whatever, but just recording the whole thing, it's like, just try to maybe be in the moment. I think that makes sense to me.
1: It does. These people are just being contrarian. Because the thing is, is having a mental health or physical health disability is absolutely valid. If like, I I mean, the ADHD depression, I have both of those, and I would not tweet this in my right mind. The If you have a disability that it does impair your ability to enjoy concerts, there are, you can ask for accommodations. Yes. And yeah. if the accommodations at that actual venue are shit, then yeah, go ahead and say this. Because I know something with the Eras tour, the ASL interpreters, you're supposed to have an ASL inter- in the line of sight of the performer. Right. So you can, if you have the ASL interpreter to the left and then sure. the performer to the right, you're... You can't right. even enjoy I, it.
0: I heard people talking about this with yeah. at the Taylor Swift Show shows. It's or devastating. Like, if
1: you're in a wheelchair and they put you behind everyone, right. you can't see. So like, it, off, off, yes, disability is, and then even mental disabilities. Or like, if you have narcolepsy and you're like, honestly, I need a, I've never heard of this, but like, if you're like, I fall asleep often, I'd like to enjoy the concert I paid for, can I set up a stand to film? Like, yeah. I feel like, it, unless the actual accommodations at the venue are like, no, screw people with disabilities, then I would definitely tweet, but I wouldn't tweet this at the art. I mean, I would, but then I'd also tweet at the venue. But like, this is just someone being contrarian. Also, if one more person calls me bestie before they say something (laughs) they don't like about me,
0: I'm gonna freak out. (laughs) This is
1: how I know they don't actually care because they started it with the term, it's like starting with honey, do you know what? Like, do you know how much cleavage you're showing? It's to put you down. I'm thinking of another chronically online take that I endured back in the day. Um, so, one of the type of everyone who's ever driven at night will say that when someone has high beams, like white mm. high beams. Yeah. So I tweeted, "This is messed up," or like, "This should be illegal." Yeah. And you know what they said? Well, it's great for people who are colorblind like the high beams that are like whites. And so I said, that is, I'm really happy, but also if you are genuinely blinding uh, like not a majority of the U.S. is colorblind. No. And you are genuinely making it so a lot of people can't see. So it's like there has to be some give and take, you right. know. So it's just a, yeah. But. um. 100%.
0: Um, A woman was accused of being elitist and insensitive after tweeting that her friend doesn't know how to chop tomatoes. <laughs> she wrote, you ever try to cook with friends who swear up and down they don't know how to cook from scratch? You kind of laugh it off at first just follow the recipe how hard could it be and then you realize they don't know how to chop a tomato people responded to the tweet and criticized the original poster neurodivergence and executive processing is a big catch for a lot of people it's really not as simple as following instructions it's managing multiple timelines okay i have to say because when i took the adhd test they were like you are <laughs> he truly was like I, my so there's a test that you take, one of the tests that he like 50 tests. One yeah. of the tests is he he was like name as many animals as you can. He said I was in the 1 percentile. I named more animals. He's like I've never seen someone name this many animals. You named like 150 animals in a uh-huh. minute. It was insane. Yeah. When he then asked me to name go back and forth and name an animal and then a boy's name, I dropped to like I mean being on the low, I mean, one of the worst, yes. the worst you could be at doing this. I like yeah. could not go back and forth between naming it. I cannot go. My ability to do two things at once is truly non-existent. Yeah, and makes it's why I can't read because it's not. Oh, I can't read and walk at the yeah. same time. I can't read and comprehend at the same time. Those yes. are two. Ta- I can't. That's why it's so hard. When I ever, whenever on here, I read a full sentence really well. I have no idea what I've read. Like yeah. I have absolutely no idea. So I get that. Cooking yeah. is really hard for me. Yeah. I can't cook multiple things at once. Every time I put something in the oven, it burns. It's funny. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like funny. I'm like, it's not funny. For, it's frustrating. I've cried about it before. I've been like, why can't I do things that other people could do? I get very frustrated. But that is still okay for me to work on and not just... I think it's like I I struggled a lot in the past and I've worked a lot in my relationship on being like, just because you have ADHD mm-hmm. and something you do is a direct cause yeah. is directly because you have ADHD, doesn't mean you can't apologize. Yeah. Doesn't mean you can't t- hold accountability. If you forget something that's really important, mm-hmm. you can't just say, I have ADHD. My partner knows I have ADHD. They're yeah. incredibly supportive. I it doesn't mean it's all fine and I can just do whatever I want. Yeah. And I think sometimes it's like if I had a friend who was like, "You suck at cutting tomatoes," yeah. and I know it's because of my ADHD, I still suck at cutting tomatoes. Yeah. you know what I mean? It's like I suck at reading. Yeah, and I and you know, and I try my best, but yeah. I'm not good at it. And yeah, it's because of my ADHD. It's not because I'm stupid. Yeah, but. I don't know. Does
1: that make sense? That does make sense. I think people use people with disabilities, whether it be mental or physical, as a catch-all. Like, And they use it as a way to attack someone. Be, they weaponize other people's disabilities to berate someone. Like, There was a, a chronically online, a TikToker who was like, what's the most chronically online take you've seen? Um, this one girl said, I hate slow walkers. And everyone in the comments was like, what about people in wheelchairs? And I was like... People in wheelchairs can be in a rush, too, you know? They can be behind someone who's walking slow. Not every person who's walking slow is disabled. And I feel like that's where it gets offensive. You know, like, to say that anyone who's meandering must be disabled, it's, like, kind of... it belittles what actual like what disability actually is like um i looked up like there's people who walk slow in new york city i looked up the percentage of people who are disabled in new york city it's 11 but not 11 of them are disabled in the way that it impairs their ability to move so like or like walk and so like to say that assume that every person walking through new york city is physically disabled that would be the only world in which what you're asserting makes it right plausible and if you were mad at a person
0: in a wheelchair yeah for being slow you're an asshole yeah but that and you could go back and forth all day because to me when I see someone being so slow when uh. I'm in a parking lot and a family is just walking in the middle of it and yeah. they're walk and they're just like chatting I'm like that is inconsiderate yeah I don't care I it's inconsiderate if it was an old woman who was crossing or was like confused, I would not be annoyed. I would yeah. be like this woman's inconsiderate. It's like that is just different, but that family's being inconsiderate to me. That's yeah. inconsiderate and it's annoying. Don't walk like don't do that. Mm-hmm. Be pay attention to what is around you. Yeah. Um anyways, we got I mean, we could talk about this all day. Maybe with we'll this, do a part 2.
1: With everything we just said There is a lot of nuance. And if you're like, Kendall, Sarah, you missed this one point about this thing, we probably agree with you if it's within reason. So just because, I mean, we have limited time so I mean we could do caveats all day we could back up with you know a whole background info we could give you a you know something but we can't do that in this amount of time and that's something you must understand it's a hard conversation because everything is so
0: because it's nuanced but I think that's a perfect example of all of it it's like everything is so nuanced and some things aren't and those things are we're we stand very firm on, I
1: think, yes. all the time on this podcast. <laughs> we do actually have someone in the studio who has been labeled chronically online. All right. I, all right. Yeah. I, I'm excited to interview them. I am excited to not talk to them at all.
0: I'm really nervous. I don't know if I'm going to make it out of this interview allowed to still be on this podcast. They yeah. might get me in trouble. I have no idea. Um, but I'm excited to talk with them. Well, what are you going to do? I am going to go Pee. Good job. I got a massive bladder. Good work. (laughs) All right. Well, we'll be right back with our guest. Welcome back. This is the BCC Club. And today we are interviewing, um, and this was the name on your email, so I'm sorry if this is wrong, (laughs) Crap Factory
1: 7000. Yeah, it's my chosen name. Okay,
0: that is awesome. It is so nice to meet you. Um, I'm here to interview you today about being chronically online.
1: Yeah, but uh I don't use you pronouns cuz I don't like being referred to in the second person. Okay, what do you, would you like me to call
0: you? Crab Factory. Crab Factory. Great. I will call you Crab Factory. Um, what is chronically online, Crab Factory, and what would you can and would you consider yourself to be chronically online?
1: Chronically online, it's just like a way of life. I go online, I agree. I disagree. What was the second question? Do you consider yourself to be chronically online? I think the answer is yes. Agree.
0: All sure, right. Sure,
1: I guess, if you have to label something, because everyone likes labels nowadays.
0: I, I do. I like, I like labels. Um, what do you think about the term... Sorry. What do Crap Factory feel about the term touch grass?
1: It's so elitist. Okay. I, growing up had a perfectly manicured lawn. And there's a lot of people who don't have it. That's true. And so where do you expect them to go? Like, do you, do you expect them to walk other places? Some people don't have the time. Well, We're not sure. all going to the bottom of the ocean in a submarine. We're not all billionaires. That's true. So I say, that's so fucked up. And so I say the better term would be, if you can, no pressure. Go outside or wherever is safest, whenever you have free time, if you can afford it.
0: All right. Well, I'm going to start saying that. I'm going to start saying that. I am going to start saying i do not know if I have time to say that. That's a lot of- You haven't
1: said it before?
0: No, I've been saying the touch grass one.
1: Oh, my God. And that's why you're going to be a bad person for the rest of your life. Okay. That sort of laziness behavior shows how little you care about certain groups of people. I'm sorry.
0: Crap factory, I'm sorry.
1: You don't, you, so I'm guessing you've never been poor.
0: I was very poor. I, 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 was, I was pretty poor growing up. You have grass? Uh, we rented from a place that had mostly ground cover. Does that count as grass?
1: Was there sod? I don't know what that is. Sorry, that was so elitist of me. I Please said- don't
0: ask me again what sod is. Okay.
1: Okay, uh, but yeah, okay, sure. Define the
0: term nuance.
1: Nuance is uh, that thing that the liberal is due sometimes where it's like a gender, like nuance. It's like not man, not woman. It's like in between something. Sure. It's not real. Either you have a, you yes or no. If you're on the fence, you're you're a, you're a, a loser. Okay. You know, the no one if you if you if you stand for nothing, you, you you stand for everything.
0: Okay? Well, so the word nuance though has been around for a really long time. So before that what you're talking about Uh-huh. Let's go back to the 1700s. You
1: mean like when there was like racism?
0: Um yes. And sexism? Yeah, that's the time I'm talking so about. So
1: basically you're agreeing that both those things are correct. No, if I... if I have to travel back in time, see this is what I don't get about you liberals. Why do I have to acknowledge a time when supposedly, according to you guys, it was worse? Okay.
0: Well, I was just asking what the word nuance means.
1: Well I mean, explain it to me like I'm illiterate. Okay.
0: I don't find you to be illiterate. I'm asking you because uh-huh. I think you are uh, I think you're literate. I'm not I'm not literate. I have, a, I, have a, I have a reading, I have a learning disability, so I'm asking you what the word nuance means.
1: And so you're mad at me that I don't have a disability? I'm not mad at you. That's reverse ableism. Okay.
0: This is, no, I'm not mad at you. Let me just ask the next question. Whatever. This is getting too heated. I don't, um, do you think you consider, do you think you can consider two things at once? What's your name? Crap bag?
1: It's it? so fucked up. What is it? It's Crap Factory.
0: I mean, debatably, that's worse. Crap I, Factory. It was my uncle's maiden name. <laughs> that's insane. That's insane that that was your uncle's maiden name.
1: You think it's insane that a bunch of hard-working crap factory people, they spent their lives making crap in a factory. Now I comm- They came over from Ireland on a, on a renovated cruise ship
0: when you say they were making crap, what do you, were they just shitting in the factory and then selling it? Yeah. Because I'd call that a scam.
1: But you set a boundary and told me not to explain what sod right. was. So, so you, I can't win.
0: So you're making fun of my boundary. <laughs> what have others said is your most chronically online take?
1: If I had to guess... um. Women don't deserve rights because 13% of women are left-handed. You think that. I know that to be true. You think they don't deserve rights. because So men are also left-handed. But men were born with rights. You can't just, and, and women were, became left-handed to be different. Sure. Uh-huh.
0: We can agree on that. What are you talking about? How is that? You think that's chronically online. So people online are telling you that.
1: People. No, you told me to tell you what is the most chronically online thing that people have deemed me. Right. Yeah.
0: And you found online that people say women shouldn't have rights because 13% of them are, choose to be left handed.
1: I said that. Right. Left.
0: Okay. Okay. This is getting out of hand. Are you left handed? No. All right, Grab bag. Let's because the left handedness means you're liberal. That doesn't even. No, it doesn't.
1: Yeah, if you're right, you know, on the far right. No, I go... know what that means, but you
0: can be left handed and conservative. It's not how I'm right handed and I'm liberal. Okay, you're being ableist because no, you're correcting that's not... me. No, okay, but that... you just okay. All right. What are the What are the demographics that usually agree with your takes? Men, right? That checks out to me.
1: Some some truly mentally adrift women some people who have lost all hope right. s- some people who are bots some people <laughs> yeah i've looked at your comments a lot of bots
0: uh-huh. a lot of pyramid schemes in your comments
1: well, people who love people who worked on the pyramids had a job right yeah
0: okay and can you tell me what your thoughts are on media literacy do you think it's important
1: what the hell is media literacy?
0: That's, to be honest i don't know i didn't i didn't write these questions and i have no idea
1: i think if i w- say the question again
0: <laughs> it says what are your thoughts on media literacy and how do you think it's important or do you think it's important
1: media you should if you read something you should take it at face value okay just like if a woman wears makeup she's lying and you, you, you're taking the makeup at face value. Okay,
0: well, you're wearing sunglasses, so that's a lie. Can't see your eyeballs.
1: They're prescription, again.
0: All right. But that's just, I wouldn't say, if you put on makeup, I wouldn't say that was lying. So you're saying people wear makeup, they're lying. So I'm saying if you're wearing glasses, you're lying. And you're wearing a hat. I don't know what's under your head. And you're wearing clothes, and I don't like that. I think that's deceitful. I don't know what your body looks like.
1: Being nude in public is illegal. Are you saying that just because I'm a guy, I'm a predator?
0: Um, can I think about it? Yeah. I'm going to think about it for a really long time. Okay. Thank you so much for being on today.
1: But You're not going to thank me for just being on in general?
0: Being on what? You're not. You've only been on today, and you probably won't be returning. I
1: know, but sometimes I'm not living in the moment. So if you thank me for being here today... And I'm not present emotionally. Okay, why are
0: you not present? Maybe you should work on that.
1: <laughs> you're, you're sick.
0: I know. I know. Thank you guys so much for being here today. I appreciate it. Crap Factory is um, heading on back to where are you from? I won't ask. I don't want to know. Iowa. That does not surprise me. Thank you so much for being here, and I hope I never see you again. Thank you guys for watching. Remember to rate us on all the Places You Get Your Podcast. Thank you so much for watching. What a treat it was to interview them.
1: Um, Did you actually have fun? I had a good—I was very anxious, but it made me feel alive. Okay, yeah. And that um, was good. I thought I heard some yelling. I didn't know if you were losing it upstairs. Yes,
0: I, Yeah, I was crying. I <laughs> yeah. was scream crying and, for help, and you didn't come, and that was interesting. <laughs> um, but thank you so much for joining us this week. Remember, everything we say is all, and we try our best.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and remember nuance and context and being uh, trying to be a neutral party when something is not objectively offensive. But uh, this has been the BCC Club. We put out episodes every Wednesday. we believe it
0: every single damn Wednesday. We put um, out an episode.
1: Please join us if mm. you're
0: driving to work, if you're doing your dishes. Turn us on and remember to rate us on five, Spotify, five stars.
1: Spotify, Apple, Apple Podcasts. Apple Music, well, I mean, podcasts, yes, anywhere you get your podcasts. <laughs> There's the lyrics to this entire podcast episode. <laughs> yeah.
0: There's but, music videos yeah. to each episode, so we'd love for someone to check them yeah. out.
1: And please like and subscribe on YouTube. Yes. But other than that, we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.
0: Finding a doctor is truly the hardest thing on planet Earth, which is so unfortunate because when you're feeling really sick, the last thing you want to do is talk to an old man who has no idea what you're going through and doesn't understand anything about medical stuff or science and just tells you to drink more water. That is just the worst feeling ever. And that's why I use ZocDoc. If you listen to this podcast, you know I'm obsessed with ZocDoc. It's the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable and actually listen to you. Zocdoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Go to Zocdoc.com/bcc and download the Zocdoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's ZOCDOC.com/bcc. Zocdoc.com/bcc.